that if you're going down an aisle of uh, in Walmart and there's 300 different brands there of supplements, how does yours stand out? How doesn't it get like, you know, if you're a smaller seller, if you're a micro brand, you don't have money to pay off uh, the retailer to give you great shelving space. Um, Lunch with them, lunch with them, lunch with them. that if you're going down an aisle of uh, in Walmart and there's 300 different brands there of supplements, how does yours stand out? How doesn't it get like, you know, if you're a smaller seller, if you're a micro brand, you don't have money to pay off uh, the retailer to give you great shelving space. Um, hey everyone, it's Norm Farrar, AKA The Beard Guy here and welcome to another Lunch with Norm, the Amazon FBA and podcast. Today we had a guest, she didn't show. So uh, I don't know, Kelsey is in the other room in the fetal position. Uh, I just got up from the fetal position, but we're gonna go live anyways. So if there is anybody that would like to talk about anything today, let's do it. So we'll have another AMA Today session and we'll go as long as it takes. So uh, just a, a quick follow-up. Now, we do have an issue with Kelsey. So, uh, well, we always have an issue with Kelsey. But um, he, we're in the same room. We've tried outside the room. But for some reason, we're getting this delay. So I'm going to mute myself. I'm going to bring him back on right after we uh, just do the intro. So, Kelsey, if you want to hit that button, we'll get right in. Okay, so today's guest is someone really special. It's uh, somebody I've known for quite some time. Uh, a few years. Uh, I have uh, changed his diapers. I have done so many different things with him. And he's also known uh, as the mayor of Blunderville. So Kelsey, uh, why don't you come on in and introduce yourself? You know, it's it's really great when people <laughs> at this event come up and say, oh, the mayor of Blunderville, that's you, right? So I appreciate that. Thank you for spreading the word. <laughs> well, it's also the mayor of Blunderville. The mayor, the, yes. Uh, yeah, the boy blunder. Well, welcome everyone. Welcome to Lunch with Norm. Um, like Norm said, we're going a little rogue today. And uh, we're going to do another Q&A. Um, we're currently in the same hotel room uh, just around the corner. I see Norm over there. Um, but if you have any questions, comments, uh, please let us know. We're going to do just a, an open Q&A for Norm and I and uh, just hang out with you guys for um, however long we go. So I just want to shout out some of our Beard members. We got Rad and Facebook user. I'm not sure who that is, but I'll double check in a second. Um, but if you're new to the podcast, we go live every Monday, Wednesday and Friday even if we're traveling and uh, in hotels rooms. So we just try and be as consistent as possible. So um, before we get started, just make sure you smash those like buttons, give us a thumbs up. You can join our Facebook community, uh, Lunch with Norm, Amazon FBA and e-commerce collective. And uh, like I said before, if you have any questions for Norm, uh, let us know. I know Norm, you want to talk about the Turkey trip and how that was. Um, the, you were there on Friday, um, and now we're here in Puerto Rico. So a lot of travel, but uh, yeah, do you want to talk about that for a bit? Yeah, and, I mean, there's a few things. First of all, uh, Turkey was well beyond my expectations. 
So it was a huge, huge show. And the, I, I don't know, it was probably one of the largest uh, expos that I've gone to. And uh, they're going to do it as well as in New York. So there's one other, uh, like, I, I didn't know what to expect, whether it was going to be like this other event that's out there that I'm not particularly fond of, uh, or if it was going to be something completely unique, which it was. And uh, the stage itself must have been 200 feet long, maybe. It was crazy. Um, and then it was mostly Turkish sellers, um, but they were from all over Europe for the most part. And the event coordinator was just awesome. Farouk, if you're listening, uh, you were just an awesome host. Thank you so much. Um, it was really great. And one of the other things, this is a, one of the reasons I love networking or going to these events is the networking. I got to meet uh, a bunch of new people, people that I've known for a long time, never met, like the guys over at Intellerank. They were awesome. But all sorts of different people. Christmas Kate was there. Amy Weiss was there. Uh, all sorts. And it was... Also, day of the European football championship. So people get excited over European football. Uh, it wasn't hockey. So I um, wasn't sure why. But um, anyways, no, I, I'll probably get a couple comments about that. But um, anyway, it was really great. And if you ever do see the World Forum Expo uh, or the World uh, E-Commerce Forum uh, in the United States, uh, or if you're back in Turkey or Dubai, would highly recommend that you check it out. It was very, it was well worth it. It was three four floors, by the way, panel discussions, speakers going and talking in different areas, but it was legit. Um, okay, so the other thing I want to mention, Marina, I'm not sure if you're going. I know, uh, just, I know you're Canadian, but uh, uh, Titan is having a, uh, uh, a session in Toronto, I think on the 24th to the 26th. And uh, I'm going to be there. Chris Rawlings is going to be there. Uh, Athena uh, uh, is going to be there. there. There's one other person, Kels. Do you know who else? There's somebody else from has been on the show before. Um, I have a, a. I'm pulling it up right now. Um, I'll let you know in a second who that other person is. Yeah. Anyways, it's, it's a good lineup. So they put together uh, a, a great lineup in Toronto. If you're interested, I think we've got it. We do have it posted in our group. And uh, again, it's not very expensive at all. Uh, if you want the VIP pass, uh, I mean, I think they're, it's a couple hundred bucks. But if you don't want it, then it's. Uh, I talked to Athena and she said that she brought the price down from 149 down to 99 so uh, anyways, I'm not making any commissions off of this or anything. I just, um, I'm going to be there uh, to uh, show my support for the group. And um, Kelsey's going to be there. So if you're interested, come on out. And um, uh, it'll be fun to meet you. Okay, so I think we've got all that. We're at BDSS right now. Um, just a great event. Just hanging out last night with a ton of people, old friends, uh, having a cigar with Kevin and, uh, and Kels. But uh, anyways, let's talk about uh, anything you want to talk about today. How's that? Guests did not show up. Uh, I love live. I love it so much. Anyway, um, let's talk. Well, Kelsey, you got any questions, any thoughts, any, well, thoughts? 
Um, yeah, I don't, let's see. What should we? Does uh, so anyone in the audience, if there's any um, talking points that you want us to go over, um, maybe what's if there's anything new and exciting uh, with Amazon happening right now. Um, yeah, we can talk about. I know you're going to be talking about packaging and perceived value. So I don't know if you want to go down that rabbit hole. Yeah, you know what? So, uh, anyways, I'm not sure how many people are listening. I can't see right now. Kelsey can, but packaging, uh, it's something I'm going to be talking about today, just in a few hours. And it's a brand new presentation. Um, I'm not going to get right in, but I got to let the people at BDSS hear it. But how important is packaging? Now, a lot of people don't realize that packaging is just not from your supplier. Uh, packaging could be an insert card. Packaging is an extension. Packaging could be an ongoing, continuous thing that you do with your customer to enhance the customer experience. So there's all sorts of different things. Oh, there's Kelsey. Hi, Kelsey. <laughs> so it's, it's something that enhances the customer experience now that could be anywhere from uh, just putting a qr code onto the package it could be the type of material it could be sustainability so for example i was just looking at ben and jerry's they have a new ice cream called resist and it's their um social or it's their stand on sustainability their packaging is all made out of sugar cane which is kind of cool um, lush has got packaging where there's no packaging so that's their, you know, their stand on the carbon footprint. But there's all sorts of different things to take in consideration, best practices that are out there right now. And um, I'll just give you a couple of, uh, just a, a couple of hints. Uh, so let me just go back here. I'm just looking at a couple of things I was putting together. So one of the things you want to uh, look at, and this is just best practices, is and it's so fun because a lot of this is uh, something you'd be looking at for um, like ads, but disruption, you want a pattern disruption, something that if you're going down an aisle of uh, in Walmart and there's 300 different brands there of supplements, how does yours stand out? How doesn't it get like, you know, if you're a smaller seller, if you're a micro brand, you don't have money to pay off uh, the retailer to give you great shelving space. Um, so how do you do that? Well, the pattern or the look of the product has to stand out. Now, the other thing is clarity. I talked about this a lot. So many people mess up big time when they're, when they're packaging because they want to write a book on the cover and, or on the label. And it's just against everything that I know, like in design, what what you try to do is make your brand clear. You want to make sure that you can see your logo, read your logo, um, what it is. So you know if it's a natural soap or if it's a uh, uh, it, it, the the scent, so lavender soap. But if it's made with 100% organic materials, um, you want to have that there. Then maybe the whatever compliances. So you might have net weight or whatever it is. Anyways, you don't want to put like a whole, uh, and I do have a picture here, and unfortunately, uh, I, I can't show it. But anyway, um, it's I've got one soap company that actually writes a book, writes a book on the front of their soap box. 
And it's, you know what, Kelsey, I can show it. Just a second. I'm going to show this picture. Um, where are we? Okay. Now, if you are that company and you are listening, I'm sorry, but your packaging sucks. Uh, share screen. Share. Don't have two monitors. Share screen. Okay. What do we have here? I want to show this. Window. Oh, there we go. Can you see this? Yep, we're we're good to go. All right. What scent is it? What company? I think it's Rinse and Robust. But what is it? It's horrible. Um, I, and I don't mean to be critical, but I do. If you were going down a store aisle, would you stop for a second and read all the fine print? So and, and a lot of the time, as entrepreneurs, we have this huge ego and passion that we want to we want everybody to know. We're passionate about this product. So what do you do? You write. And nobody's going to read your writing. It's just, it's just like uh, when you put this, I can guarantee you, I can go to that company and I can I know what their slide deck's going to look like. They're going to have a book of their whole written bullet on each individual um, image. And nobody reads it. You just want to put your benefit and just bullet, 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 bullet. So no, I could clean this up in two seconds and make this into a really attractive looking package. But again, I, I hope I don't have to say too much more about this, but I was just looking at this. I was gonna show everybody today at what not or how not to package your product. So anyway, I'll stop that, I'll come back. Uh, does anybody so far have anything uh, they wanna talk about with packaging? I'll just like, I'll continue on because there's six things that you have to think about and that's disruption clarity simplicity so going back to just talking about that packaging practicality so can, is your packaging practical um we deal with a um a non-alcoholic spirit company and actually it's a, it's a huge distiller but have a non-alcoholic spirit and we wanted to make sure that it was practical so you could ship it the bottles aren't going to break. Um, the, all the competitors are shipping in bubble pack, which looks ugly. And we have a really beautiful box. <clears throat> Plus, it's a non-alcoholic spirit. So we had a mixers, three mixers that we put in. Um, just so, and, and then when you open it up, actually gave you the recipes and a QR code to watch a bartender make the drinks. So these are all little things that are, are just convenient. Um, storytelling. So... <clears throat> We have a, a really incredible coffee company that uh, sent over some um, uh, some samples to us, and it's from single source uh, a single source farm, which I thought, thought was really interesting. I've never heard of that before. Kelsey explains it to me. So, anyway, it's a, it's a single source farm where these beans are made from, and the package talks about the the country, and then the type of bean or the type of grind uh, the coffee beans come in. 
And then there's information about brewing techniques on the back. Really interesting. And it's a that that's sort of this that storytelling type of package design. Then another one is just uh, driven by consumer insights. So that's something that is so important. Is you know what the consumer? How does the consumer drive your packaging? I'll give you one example. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. Back about five years ago we had this toy company come to us that did fridge magnets and they were having problems with sales. Now, just give me one second here. Give me one second. Too many cigars last night. There, that's better. So anyways, they were having problems with sales. So we wanted to figure out what was going on, why there was problems. And one of the things that we found out was that um, mums really hated the product because there was too much cleanup time. There was so many pieces that uh, there was a problem. The other thing was it was there was magnets. The magnets fell out, which caused the choking hazard, which was major. So we had to figure out, you know, what, what could we do to make this product different that mums would like it and that we fixed that choking issue. So first thing is we made sure that it wasn't just pressure fitted. It was actually glued into place. These magnets weren't going anywhere. Second of all, we made a, um, a little briefcase for the kids. So it, it, it just had a handle. And after the cleanup, they would put everything in. And then we created on the inside flap. Because remember, you've got every space available to imprint. And it's pretty much free. It's not just the outside. You can do like a four color process wrap on the inside and outside of the packaging. And you could, I'll go into this in a second, but you could actually have a secondary package. So anyway, at the end of the day, the moms had the package or the briefcase, the game and the safety taken care of. And then we did one other thing is that we marketed it, we marketed the product to education institutions like Montessori schools. Um, and now we were seeing that they were buying one, they were buying 50 at a time or 25 or even 100. We had orders for 100 units that could went out. But people started liking them because it was practical now. So these are just a few things that you can do just by surveying or polling your customers. Um, I'm Sean Hart's over here, and he's he's told me a thousand times that you have to talk to your customer and ask them questions. So I thought that was pretty interesting because that's exactly what we ended up doing, and we found this insight, and the the, the product took off. So, anyways, um, Kels, is there any other questions? Uh, yeah, so we have a couple different things uh, happening yeah. in the comments here. Uh, cool Hand 99 says, has anyone else seen a, a drastic drop in sales the past couple of weeks? Have you noticed that at all? Yeah, I've, I've heard that. Uh, actually, I had somebody last night, um, and hopefully you're listening because somebody else is finding that as well. So, yeah, we saw a, a, a drop in sales. And I don't know if it's just, uh, you know, because we're uh, getting into warmer weather. Uh, but, yeah, we, we 
we've noticed that with at least some of the brands. But I'm going to say this, like I've said this so many times, that if you're consistent uh, and you're you're on top of it and you're doing external traffic, you're driving uh, traffic or different traffic sources to your site, that you're constantly looking at what your competitors are doing or, or are there new competitors coming into the marketplace uh, or just optimize going back to your listing, seeing um, exactly uh, not seeing exactly. Sorry, guys, I'm tired of it. I just, uh, oh my God, the plane ride. Anyway, just making sure that uh, you're better than your competitor. That should give you some brownie points. But don't forget, you can go down, you can check out the pricing optimization. You might want to drop your price a little bit. You don't, usually, you don't have to, but you might want to stimulate some sales that way. There's all sorts of, uh, like, you can go to survey companies right now to stimulate some sales. Um, and, and it's all uh, TOS. Like, you can literally go to these companies. Um, Rebate uh, is one of our sponsors. Uh, they do a great job of this. They get real people to test out your product. And they ask them surveys about your product. You get real feedback on what people think. You can take that information and apply it to your products. But uh, sometimes it's just simple things. Going in and checking under catalog, going and checking uh, your, your listing and seeing what Amazon says under their listing optimization tool. You know, they, they might give you a couple of pointers. Or you could go into your growth opportunities. Again, Amazon supplies you with this. You might need um, an A-plus page. If you have uh, 15 products using A-plus, you, you might be able, you should be able to get the premium A-plus. Um, the questions and answers, we're, we're recommending that people, uh, first of all, send out uh, questions and, or sorry, questions to friends and family, get them to send them back. And then you answer them and you, uh, in a written format as well as in a video format. Uh, there's all sorts of things that you can do to be ahead of the game. Even the colors that you use, the, the primary, primary image, that's everything. If you're not split testing that primary image, you should. Um, that, that's probably the most important thing you can do. Go back and check your indexing. But um, anyway, that's just, it comes down to like those key things. Uh, and also, I've, I've mentioned this to uh, a few of my own clients is that uh, don't cut back on your or on your PPC um, or in some cases DSP, um, the worst time to do that. So when you're, when you're going down and you're seeing sales slump for one reason or another, figure it out. But don't stop your PPC. This is, this is the time when you need it. And for me, I always recommend a brand defense. So it costs a little bit more, but I'd rather uh, go up against uh, my own brand rather than somebody else come on and try to go up against me. Um, anyways, that's just a couple of things that could be happening, um, Luke. Can't hear you, Kelsey. Yeah, your Wi-Fi is gone. Okay, I got into Walmart and I'm shipping the products tomorrow. All right, Rad, that's great. Now, um, 
I'm not sure. I'm not sure if you're part of amazing.com, but um, uh, Mikhail Chapnick, Tim Jordan, Destiny Washan, um, we did a course in there and it's been drip fed. And I think they're on module three right now. But um, if you're a member over there, uh, then you can check out the course. It's a pretty extensive course. It took us quite a long time to put together, but um, it's got some really great insight into Walmart. So um, check it out if you're interested in it. Um, I'm not sure if they give a trial period over there, but um, it's very expensive for the amount of uh, information that they provide. I think it's uh, the amazing course, the omni-channel course. Uh, there's a bunch of different things that they've put out. And it's all subscription based. It's no longer you have to put out three thousand bucks or two thousand bucks per course. It's all based on a couple hundred bucks. Your audio is it's you it's silent. Okay, so let me see. Ask the manufacturers to give us improved packaging to ship without. Uh, sorry, Red. Ask the manufacturers to give us improved packaging to ship out box inserts. The cost is 20% more than the present packaging. Is that normal? I don't understand that question. Um, Kelsey, can you help me out with this? I can't hear you. You're, you are 100% muted. So maybe you can check your settings because you're mute. Okay, so uh, Rad, can you explain that a bit different? Ask the manufacturers. Cut, Kels, bring that back up. Ask the manufacturers to give us improved packaging to ship with outbox inserts. The cost is twenty percent more. All right, so um, I'm not sure. I don't understand the question, but uh, this is something that you can uh, you should be looking at. One of the things you can talk to the manufacturer about is if they see any different trends. Is there something different that they're seeing uh, with their product? Typically, I don't get manufacturers to package anything. I get them to price out the products separately. And what you'll find out is that they're going to probably put on 30% or more um, on the packaging because they're getting it from a packaging manufacturer, then they're reselling it to you. So one of the things that I like to do is I use, first of all, a real packaging, like a package designer, right? Not just a graphic artist, but somebody who knows packaging. You can go to Fiverr for this. Um, you can go to Alibaba for this. You can go to Upwork or onlinejobs.ph. But if they're not a package designer, I wouldn't uh, use them. There's lots of great graphic artists out there. They're not package designers. They have no clue what a die line is. So, um, and compliant. So uh, anyways, that's one thing that I would start off with. Now there's two different areas here. There's design, which um, you could um, send over so you can get the die lines from your manufacturer, or you can talk to the packaging manufacturer and get some information once they see the product. Then they can come up with design. And you can talk to them about compliance. You can talk about directions. Um, it could be a bit of a brand story. There's a lot of different things that they'll either bring out of you or you could provide, and they'll make sure that it fits in perfectly. Now, make sure that the designer 
is actually a good designer because there's a lot of times that you can get these designers and they're just horrible. Okay, so you or they might think they're good and know what they're talking about, but just go with your gut check. If it doesn't fit your brand personality, just move on. There's lots of uh, designers out there and you'll find one that fits your brand. And I mean, if they're very conservative and you're very liberal, go to a different person. Now, the other thing is when you're talking to the designer, you want to be talking at the same time to a packaging manufacturer. This is completely different than talking to your, your manufacturer. So your product manufacturer, they specialize in their passion, which is their business of um, uh, the, like their manufacturing business. Same thing with packaging. And there's all sorts of different types of packaging manufacturers, but typically I'll go with either cardboard or cardstock, something like that. Um, that usually solves the problem. That's big right now. Uh, Luke uh, Coolhand was on the other day talking about bamboo. That's big right now. Um, even less is more. So I was just looking at uh, Lush. Lush is a cosmetics company, and they have this, uh, it's called Naked pack Packaging. And they're either shipping the product uh, with no packaging or they're shipping it with um, a plastic that's uh, not plastic. It looks like it's plastic. looks kind of like a cellar wrap, but it's just a biodegradable, compostable um, material, which is kind of cool. So there's all sorts of different things out there that you can look at when it comes for the packaging. Now, Rad, I want to ship the product directly by putting the shipping label on the package. Yeah, that should not be a problem. So you're not talking about drop shipping, right? So like with our soap, we make it where the back of the soap box is where we put our, sh our shipping label. Um, so we're, we've designed it where uh, this is a three pack. So on the one side of the three pack, there's actually it's on the bottom. It's um, it's just where we we stick the uh, shipping label, so that shouldn't. Again, I'm not sure if I'm understanding this correctly, but uh, if you're drop shipping your product, uh, yeah, if you're drop shipping your product, uh, I'm not sure why they would be charging you twenty percent more. Okay, Kels, any other um, questions? Uh, no, that's it for the questions from the audience so far. So if you do have questions, uh, comments, uh, just let us know in the uh, comment sections. We're going to be trying to focus on, on branding and packaging. So if you have any questions about that, uh, let us know in the comment section. Okay, so Rad's saying, uh, like my Norm Coffee mug. Okay, so that is, I think you're talking about a dropship model. So you've got, um, you've got, Orders that are coming in, you're not warehousing them. Your manufacturer is warehousing them for you. When an order comes in, they send it out. Uh, and should they be charging 20%? Well, it's like a fulfillment house. That's a service you pick and ship. So if that's what they're charging, uh, and, and it's one-offs, uh, that, that could be a fair price uh, because, you know, there's labor involved. So, you know, to go grab it, uh, create the shipping label, and to send it out. So, um, and hopefully, that answers the question uh, correctly, Rad. All right. And we have a question from Dennis. 
Yeah. Uh, my production cost is about 20 USD. How much would you pay for premium packaging? Uh, it, it, it depends. Uh, some packaging you can get away. Premium just means um, it's something a different color. Like uh, one package that I, I've seen is just a different using color. Um, some companies have just, they haven't used color properly. So if, if you're thinking about a quality um, uh, premium look, it could be a font. It could be the type of font, um, how many fonts, um, the colors that you're using. And there's different types of um, screen printing. So you could have just a regular screen print, hot stamp. You could have embossing, debossing. Uh, there's lots of different ways, uh, like on metals, there's acid, um, acid wash, uh, all sorts of, or acid uh, etch. Uh, there's different types of um, imprinting that can make it look better. Like, let's take that knife, for example. I talk about it a lot. I get a knife, it sucked because it was in a clamshell. And the other thing about clamshells, by the way, I hate, is it's not friggin' convenient. Ever try to open up a clamshell? Now this one just had a cardboard insert, you slipped it out. But most clamshells, you gotta try to rip it apart. I know everybody's done this. Like for razors, razor blades, for example. Like I need them. Um, you know, you try to open up the plastic on the back. Um, I know I've done this. I've been, you know, take my teeth and I'm trying to struggle with it. Then I gotta go find a bloody knife or, or scissors and cut it open. And then even that, you gotta rip it apart. Total inconvenience. That uh, that would be something that would be not a great customer experience. And that's how these knives started out with. And so what we did is to uh, do this, uh, do a better job of it, is we wanted to create the anticipation. We put an outer package, which was like an iBox, okay, uh, iPhone box. And then the inner package was just a, um, a cardboard material, a micro corgate. And um, uh, it sorry, it was a rigid package, sorry, a different different product. And it had a magnetic clasp. When you opened it up, there was a layer of foam on top, and it didn't reveal the product. So again, anticipation. What it did show is the full length of the product with all the uh, features of the product uh, when you when you opened up the uh, the cover, and then you finally had to uh, take out the foam. And it unveiled the the knife, which just looked fantastic. So that was the knife that went from forty nine dollars with the stupid clamshells up to one hundred and twenty four, which is selling right now at one hundred and twenty four. But we went from ninety nine to one hundred and twenty four back and forth, depending on the time of year. But then, so uh, Dennis, uh, we just changed it to wood, and it was a three dollar change in price. Um, now, this is talking about a knife that's selling at $124. But as soon as we changed it to wood and we changed the color, okay, so instead of uh, white and black packaging, we changed it to black with gold packaging. And it just had a premium look. They open it up, it's a wood case. Now that's $224. So $3 extra give you $100 extra. So not bad return. Um, it really just depends on your packaging. At twenty at twenty dollars US, you'll be selling that between uh, 
60 and 80 dollars i would assume if you can get more for it better uh so i would say that with a 20 dollar product you probably have a buck 50 maybe maybe uh two dollars but i would think that depending on the product and depending on the perceived value uh, where you want to go with this you might end up having a slightly higher price and think of dead sea mud okay so dead sea mud you can get really cheap plastic packaging but the ones the, the one uh company that the brand that i know of that is not the 18 dollar to 20 dollar dead sea mud they're 90 dollars is in a nice frost acrylic um uh, uh not airless, but um, acrylic uh, container with a beautiful lid in a really gorgeous box. And it might cost them an extra buck, maybe, maybe an extra buck, maybe, um, yeah, I can't even see it being more than that. So let's say others are spending 50 cents for a container. This might be a buck 50, maybe 250, but it gives them, you know, so much more uh, instead of $20, $85 or, $90. So something to think about. It's always good to look for um, either a different type of material, color, um, uh, dispenser. So uh, beard oil. Who the hell sends beard oil that you just pour into your hand? You don't get a direct, like, I don't know about you. I don't know how many of you even have beards, but like I know I don't sell any beard product, but I know that most people have not done their homework, probably clean shaven. They've never had a beard in their life. When I get beard oil that you actually have to pour into your hand, how do you measure that? You know, like I know that uh, when like, I love this uh, mammoth beard, beard oil from a Canadian company, and it's, I know, five pumps, one, two, three, four, five, I've got enough. And that's perfect. And it's it's a it's a high quality pump. It's not one that's going to break. The other thing are droppers. There's all sorts of different ways that you can package up beard oil. Now, this is where going and talking to people with beards would let you know: don't send out beard oil that you can't measure, or what's the best dispenser to use. These are all things that. You know, most people don't do their research. And so, you know, when you talk about, um, uh, oh, here's another one, type of packaging. Um, so you've got inner and outer. Well, we use all of our senses, right? Touch, feel, smell, taste, in some cases, not so. But, uh, but yeah, when I was younger, my mom, <laughs> we'll get into that story. But uh, anyways, um, so one of the things that we try to do is we use two types of packaging. One is a, a, a corrugate uh, for the outside, which is our shipping box, which also is the box for the soap. So when you open it up, there's a smaller box on the inside that fits perfectly in there, but we cut it out. So as soon as you open it up, the smell of the soap, which is really like it's fabulous, um, just gets you. And it just, oh, I want to use that soap immediately. It grabs your attention. So that's using your senses to get people to, um, to uh, try the product and tell people about the product. Something a little bit different. Don't forget um, that 
th this is a very interesting stat that uh, 81 percent of people out this is from the packaging association have been able to were able to um change their brand because of the packaging so try your brand for the first time and then it was 60 what was it 64 percent have repurchased based on your packaging just based on packaging forget the product quality it has to be good but forget the product uh, the packaging quantity or quality anyway that's enough about packaging today uh Kels, anything else uh, no, just uh, Red saying thank you. Uh, Red Beard's joining us as well, um, but I think that's it for questions for today. Okay, so why don't we stop there and um, we'll come back on Wednesday, um, hopefully with a guest. <laughs> oh my gosh, so two days in a row. But anyways, we got through today. Um, if you do have any questions, uh, let us know. We're going to be back in the uh, studio on uh, Monday um and i'll be there for about a month and a half no no travel plans for a while but um when i'm back in the studio things it's always hectic when you're traveling but we do want to provide uh everybody with some content even when we are traveling um it, it's i hate missing any of these podcasts for you guys so anyways let us know if you have any topics in case something happens on wednesday what do you want to talk about we can come back. We can do an AMA. Kels, uh, if, if you know the listeners want to send over questions or if we're in the uh, Facebook group, if you have questions, just send us some questions and let's prepare for the words. Um, if, we, if the guest is able to come on, um, then we'll get to the guest, but just in case. All right, everybody. So I think that's it. Uh, Kels, we want to go sponsor and then that's it for today. This episode of Lunch with Norm is sponsored by VAA Philippines. Looking for a high-quality virtual assistant for your business? With the rigorous screening, intensive Amazon and Walmart training, and ongoing professional development, get the peace of mind with skill and motivated virtual assistants for a long-term working relationship. Hire through VAA today, and now let's get back to the show. All right. So that's it for today. Uh, Kelsey, you have anything to say before we cut out? Uh, you know, it's a, it's a good program. Uh, yeah, check it out. I mean, it, it depends on your brand. It depends on a lot of different things. Maybe we could talk about that uh, a bit more on Wednesday um, if need be. But, um, yeah, Launchpad, they offer a lot. Um, do they deliver? Uh, you, you know, I've heard different things about it. I've never used Launchpad. Uh, we've had the opportunity with some of the brands and uh, just anything that, and I've had this experience, anything that uh, Amazon offers to do for you uh, doesn't usually turn out the bet in your favor. 
uh, it's in Amazon's favor, whatever they're doing. So I'm just not a big fan of a lot of Amazon programs. Uh, unfortunately, uh, they've just put it just really, uh, <laughs> yeah, disclaimer, right? But uh, I, I'm just, uh, I'm just not a, Amazon's about Amazon. And I don't think for the seller. It's been a long time. And this is strictly my opinion since they've worked for us. Uh, they're worried about themselves and um, any of the programs that I've seen for the most part. Uh, when it's, as for the seller I'm talking about, uh, as a buyer, yeah, it's everything for you. They want your money, but they also want you as a seller, your money. And uh, that's why I've kind of avoided Launchpad. Like, what are they going to say? I've got uh, somebody I'm using right now. Um, it's not Launchpad, but it's a, a support person that half the time I'm I'm either explaining it to them or um, they just can't get this. They can't get the problems solved for me that come up. Maybe Launchpad is is different, but uh, I know Launchpad. I, I I know it pretty well. But um, it's just a service that looks really fantastic. Um, and for the right products, it probably would be. So um, anyways, uh, that's something that if, if I saw your product um, and if it was unique enough, you could probably uh, use Launchpad. It would be pretty, uh, it would probably be with it. But um, for most of us, it wouldn't be. That's just my opinion. Okay, so well, that's it. We're out of here. Uh, all right, so join us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at noon Eastern Standard Time. And like I always say, unfortunately, today the guest didn't show up, but um, talked a little bit about packaging and hope you don't mind that format when we just go off on different tangents, different rabbit holes. But really appreciate you uh, tuning in um, uh, today. We've got a great community. I always say this, and we couldn't do this podcast without you. So at the... Uh, I guess that's it. It's a shorter podcast. We didn't hit an hour. We got eight minutes to go, and I'm tired of rambling. So uh, anyways, until uh, Wednesday, you'll see you later. Have a great day. And if you do have questions for, uh, for us, let us know, and we'll be talking about them on Wednesday. All right. We'll see you later. Want more great information? Don't forget to subscribe by clicking here. Also, if you want to check out our latest podcasts, click over here. Entrepreneur, entrepreneur, entrepreneur.